0: Hello, you're listening to a Ten Seven AudioCast. We are here today to discuss website accessibility. I'm Jonathan Freed, and I'm here with Yvonne Stegich, founder and president of Ten Seven, and joining us today from Ottawa, Canada, is our special guest Mike Gifford, founder and president of Open Concept, a web development firm specializing in open source development with Drupal. Thank you for joining us today. We certainly appreciate it. Mike, for those who aren't familiar with the industry term accessibility, would you please explain what it means to you? So, accessibility
1: is, is a framework that that's defined by the World Wide Web Consortium called POUR, or Perceive, Operate, Understand, and Robust, which basically means that websites can be perceived, that you can understand them, you can operate them, that you can be able to interact with the forms, that you're able to understand that information, and that you're also be able to do that under robust circumstances. It's especially difficult for people who have disabilities, so people who are blind. The deaf population, people who have mobility issues, people who are dealing with colorblindness or with issues of even temporary disability. It seems to me like accessibility is usually the last thing that anyone ever thinks about when we think about a website. Why do you think that is and how could we upgrade that status? Accessibility is is often, if you're lucky in an RFP or a contract, uh, and it's it's sort of seen as a checkbox. It's something that people need to have for contractual purposes, but most of the vendors don't really understand web accessibility and they don't know uh, how to evaluate it. And they assume that the vendor will, will just build that in there. Very few web development vendors who are thinking proactively about how to go and organize their projects to see that, that accessibility is built into them. What's driving clients is a flashy proposal and a sharp looking website that matches the whatever's hot in web design this particular week, then a lot of the, the other stuff is going to be forgotten, whether that's security, whether that's performance or accessibility, because because of the pressure from clients to pursue sites that are often more form than they are a substance. Accessibility is, is part of that structural functionality that really needs to be thought in a, in a project and built into it just like security is so that you're not trying to go off and, and leave it to the last minute. And most of the time that's too late. There isn't much you can do to go off and improve the accessibility
0: of a project once you're, you're a week or two prior to, to launching the site. It's a fact that more and more seniors are starting to use the web at a greater number than ever before.
1: I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about seniors in the web. I think that a lot of seniors are using the web for for all kinds of things, uh, not just online shopping but uh, and Facebook, getting involved in their, their local community or finding out what's happening with their great kids' schools seniors now are including the baby boomer population. It doesn't make any sense to exclude a portion of the population that is the largest, wealthiest, and and most powerful branch
0: of them. Tell us about the risks of ignoring accessibility issues, particularly in the United States. There's always a risk of Just excluding a
1: portion of your user base. The U.S. is a very litigious culture, and there's been a movement in the last year or two to uh, pursue, because of of a change in how the Americans with Disability Act is being interpreted by the Department of Justice, right now all organizations that need to meet the ADA or the Americans Americans with Disability Act need to have their websites be WK 2.0 AA compliant. So things like you're supposed to have your site work without JavaScript, and that was useful in 97. It's really not useful now, um, and it, nobody's been following up on that, but but there's a lot of changes between Section 508 and WK 2.0 AA think hundreds of organizations that have been sued uh, in the last two or three years you need to, to make sure that organizations are aware of that and also see that they're they're working on progressively making their websites more accessible and that they take some some measures to just see that they're they're reducing their risks going forward i just wanted to say an extra special thanks to our canadian wonder accessible guru mike gifford
0: Happy to have a chance to talk more about, about this with, with you and, and the 107 community. Well, that brings us to the end of this audio cast, and I would like to thank Mike Giffert and Ivan Stegic for sharing their insights. Please visit us at 107.com and keep an eye out on the 107 blog for future audio casts. This is Jonathan Freed and thank you for listening.